Hey everybody, I am so, so excited to welcome our next guest. Our next guest is one of me and Anna's besties since forever. Like, now you're gonna tell you how many years because then you'll know how old we are for real. <laughs> but anyway, well, she actually is probably gonna tell you anyway. So, <laughs> Gemma, welcome to our podcast. We have been Thank dying you. to have you on the podcast, not even just to share this experience, but so many other experiences because if y'all don't know, this is our homegirl from back in the day when we used to do Freaky Radio. Yes, throwback. So she's going to be here to share her, you know, Black birthing experience journey with us. So Gemma, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is Gemma. I am from, I'm currently living in the North Laurel area of Maryland. Um, as, as she mentioned, I, <laughs> I have known these ladies for a very long time. <laughs> uh, we definitely, we did the podcast prior to, um, basically grew up with you guys. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, like legit grew up grew up with these guys. They're my my homies and my besties. And I recently had a baby, which is probably the reason why I'm here for this interview today. So so yeah. Yay! So speaking of the black birthing experience, what is something that you wish you knew going into your birthing experience? Man, I I thought about this a lot, and I don't know if there's any preparation that can be done. I watched many YouTube videos, <laughs> many, many YouTube videos. I feel like I've seen every birthing experience, and mine did not match anyone's. Um, That's so true. That happens. <laughs> so I you know if somebody could like tell me something in advance I don't know I, you know what I was surprised that no one described contractions as cramps and mm. I was very very afraid of contractions <laughs> in that whole experience um and um during my whole birthing experience I was waiting for them to get really bad and to get to this like crazy intense pain that everybody um, was describing but it just felt like really really bad cramps and I I think I probably wouldn't have been as scared but maybe that that was okay because it was kind of like preparing me for the worst but it ended up being not as bad <laughs> yeah Jim when you was telling us your story and you was talking about how it was um, it just felt like really, really bad cramps. And you were saying how, yeah, and I think you could handle it. That was the first time I heard it described that way too. I mean, I think I have heard about it being described as cramps, but cramps that you've never felt before. That's mm -hmm. kind of how I've, I've heard it in the past. So yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, I mean, but I know, don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it does get pretty intense. And then it's like a cramp that never ends at some point. You're just kind of like, all right, when is this over? Um, but, but in between the contractions is like bliss. Like you don't even, it's, it's really like on and off. And I'm, I'm sitting there talking about how 
I wonder, I wonder how long our hair is going to be, or yeah. I wonder how long we're going to be in the hospital. Just talking like I wasn't previously experiencing severe pain. It was waves. <laughs> it was like waves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so did you um, get an epidural or like, how was your actual birthing experience? You know, um, yours was different. So I, I, I want you to elaborate on that actually. Yeah, uh, it, so first I went into labor at about 37 weeks and four days, uh, which is way before my due date, but still at full term. So um, she wasn't premature. And um, man, I was having contractions that I thought were Braxton Hicks. Uh, <laughs> and they weren't Braxton Hicks. I ended up at 4 a.m., my, I had a, a burning sensation and then I felt a pop and my water had broke. And so we, uh, <laughs> so we, is that the ring of fire? Like that they, no, speak? No. no, no, no. That's like, that's the ring of fire is when the baby's coming out. Okay. Yeah, that's that's like, that's the burn. <laughs> yeah. Um, but isn't it more like a UTI? Yeah. But like really quick because it was like a pop it was like it was like an intense cramp so like the cramp i was mentioning earlier um and then going up into the wave um feeling the the cramp getting more intense and then a slight burn and then a pop and i, I that's the only way i can describe it but yeah. the um then i got up and there was like a, my my underwear was like a little wet sorry if this is tmi yeah <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, and mind you, I had been like using the app, the contraction app the whole time. And it has already told me to go to the hospital, but I'm like, no, <laughs> this is just, these are just cramps. This, I'm just, I'm just practicing having contractions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. You know, we hear so many horror stories as, um, new moms of people waiting hours and hours. And I think that scares us from going to the hospital. I know that scared me. And I was like, oh, I'm not going until I know this baby is coming out. So I feel you on that. I feel yeah. you. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of videos were just a lot of videos. Even my doctor was like, you know, you want to stay home and and labor in a comfortable place um, mm -hmm. for as long as you can. And so once I found out my water broke, called the hospital, they're telling me to come in. And so I, I take a, she was like, if you want to take a shower, you can take a shower. I was like, okay, cool. And so I took a shower, got in the car, we drove up there. Um, something that was very interesting and was having a baby during a pandemic, right? So um we go up to the triage and everybody's in like full almost hazmat suit like <laughs> but it's, it's everybody's fully covered and when you're in triage um everybody has to be dressed a certain way only one person in the room at a time everybody's wearing masks you have to wear your mask um it was and when I first went in uh, my fiance couldn't come in with me um so that was like scary. I'm like trying to be cool <laughs> throughout the whole experience. Cause I'm like, they're going to let him in later. Um, Cause it, you've, I've heard so many stories about women not being able to have their support person in the room with them. 
So that was a little nerve wracking at first, just sitting in triage for about like an hour and a half without him um, and getting, um, they checked, they checked and confirmed that my water had broke. Uh, they checked me, told me I was already four centimeters. The nurse was like, you're doing really good. You're already at four centimeters. I was like, I didn't even know I was dilating. Okay. <laughs> 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 and so, so that, that was really weird to know that I was so far, far along already. Um, and then every, um, every mother that comes in has to get tested for COVID man that sucked it felt like they were tickling my brain <laughs> seriously and was it during like the cramps like was it did it start like during like your um your contractions because i can imagine somebody sticking a long ass swab up my nose as i'm trying to contract and push a whole life out that's a lot that's yeah the luckily the nurses and the doctors were very um very careful and they were like even when she checked to see um how how much i had dilated she was like let me know when your contraction's over and then i'll do it um when she did the when they did the covid test of each nostril which sucked um they were like they were like okay let me know when the um let me know when your contraction's over and then i'll do it so they tried to time it right which i was so grateful for because that would have sucked <laughs> um but yeah, I got, I got tested and that took about an hour. Um, and then once I was tested, then, and they, and it, the test came back negative, um, because that kind of determined how they would treat me after that. Uh, and the, once I was tested, came back negative, the lady took off her gown thing. She didn't have to wear that anymore. She was good with just wearing the mask. Um, and more people could be in the room at a time. It wasn't as like restricted as before. Um, and then my fiance could come in um, and then he sat with me in triage until they moved us to the um, delivery, uh, the labor and delivery room. So uh, while in there, I, <laughs> my dog's peeking in. <laughs> was that Kiwi or was that Kratos? That was Kiwi, my dog Kiwi. <laughs> Uh, um, but while in there, um, something that was significant was that I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of something significant because I feel like, um, my story you is so, so fast. You had Koei so fast. That, that, yeah. that itself is very significant. Yeah. So by the time we got into the labor and delivery room, it, it was, um, probably around six, six, I'm sorry, it was around seven. It was around seven. And then um, about two hours later, the doctors came in, checked me. I had two doctors. Um, one was being trained. Um, she was a black woman uh, who was coming from another hospital. Uh, and then the other woman um, was just another typical Kaiser um, OB. I did not have the OB that I was seeing um, throughout because uh, I think one of the reasons was because of the pandemic. Um, they kind of were kind of limiting who was going where, um, but I didn't have any issues. Everybody was very nice, very considerate and um, asked me what I wanted. And I was, that's one of the things I was really worried about, you know, your typical fears, like, will they listen to me if there's a problem? Um, right. 
especially and with it not being your doctor, your normal doctor. Exactly. Who has actually had their birthing experience with their normal doctor. I haven't met a mom yet. Yeah, that's why I wasn't, I wasn't even surprised about that. And I was, I was pretty, pretty calm about that. But it was just, um, and the ladies, the ladies were really nice. So, and also I, I wanted to make sure I stay, stayed firm to what I had planned as much as I could. Like, of course, if I needed emergency C-section, like then I would deviate um, to wh whatever for the, for the baby. Um, but everybody was really like, okay, what do you expect expectations? Um, what do you want? And so skin to skin, I didn't want any medicine because I was like, okay, I can do this so far. Um, so the doctors come in, let me speed along. Sorry. I feel like I'm rambling. Doctors come in and they check me again. The reason why I keep doing this is because they use their fingers to see, <laughs> to A see little fingering how, motion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to see how, um, how many centimeters. And so I had, I had gotten to six centimeters, um, by nine o'clock and they were like, okay, let's let you, you're, you're progressing along. So let's let you labor for a little longer the cramps are like getting closer together um, and also more intense. So I use one of those like pregnancy ball things. I was so excited to use one of those. <laughs> um, and I'm kind of rocking on that um, and sitting on that. And then my fiance is coming behind me and putting pressure on my hips. I don't know what that does, but that relieves so much pressure during a contraction. Um, I can so, see that. Yeah. See how that the pressure, like when you experience pain, sometimes it feels better when you have more pressure on top of the pain because it's not as heavy. So no, that yeah. makes sense. Mm. Yeah. The nurse told him to do it. And I was like, yes, do that. Mind you, he's like t super tired um, because we've been up since, I've been up since three. He's been up since like four. And so he's like, at one point he wants to sleep on the couch. So I'm like, just leave your legs open. I'm just going to sit in between you and use your legs while you sleep. Because <laughs> it was that bad. And then in between the contractions, I would get up, walk around the room, record in the room. <laughs> uh, one thing that I was sad about was that they have tubs in there for you to labor in uh, with the jets and stuff. And I was really excited to use those. But because my water had broke, um, they, I, couldn't, I didn't end up using the tub. And you can only use those in for early labor. So that kind of sucked. Um, but after that, now it's like, it's like one o'clock ish. Um, the nurse comes in, I had gestational diabetes. So the nurse comes in every few hours to check my blood, uh, to make sure that my sugar levels are, aren't too bad. Um, and then around one fifteen, the two doctors come back in again to check me again. And I'm still six centimeters. I have not progressed. And they're like, okay um they're like you know try the peanut ball put that in lay on your side put that in between your legs um but if you don't progress after a certain amount of time then we might have to give you some pitocin or something to get those contractions going um to kind of help the baby um baby make her moves out um and so i was like okay um, and I was like, you know, I've watched several videos. Girls are in label, labor for hours. Like, I was like, this, uh, I'm not surprised. Um, they were like, how are you doing? How's the pain? Um, do you want... Um, 
<laughs> just cuckooing in the back. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear. <laughs> um, An OC in the back. <laughs> you see I see him crawling. I see him crawling. <laughs> No, my, my camera's too low. No, no, I'm sorry. It's very I'm sorry. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> go ahead, Gemma. I know. I'm sorry. I'll tilt it up for you when you come back. Like, you know, <laughs> mom and pop, you know? That's the life. Look, that is parents. Parenthood. Yeah. This is the postpartum that you need, that partnership. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I would do without him, seriously. <laughs> Um, but, but, um, so, so they leave around like one twenty-five ish Oh no, no, I'm sorry. They start, they asked me if I want medicine. Um, and I'm like, man, I started getting, I started getting to the point where I felt like, I don't know if I could do this anymore. <laughs> and I was like, you know, let me, uh, give me a few more hours um and let me get back to you and they were like listing all the different options and I was like yeah you know maybe something light like a light medicine or something like that but um but they but I was like yeah give me some give me a few hours um and it's funny because youtubers always say like you know when when you're when you feel like you can't take it anymore that's when it's it's almost time and I was to that point. And so they leave. Um, I've got the peanut ball in between my legs. And for some reason, my contractions stop. My contractions stop for like what felt like five minutes because I was able to sleep. But it was only like a minute or two. And I went to sleep. I just instantly went to sleep. I was so, so tired, exhausted. And then I could feel a contraction coming on. And I, I reached back and I tell OC to come. Um, OC is my fiance to come to come uh, put his hands on my hips and then it gets super intense and then I feel the baby drop and I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> I was like she's coming she's coming call the nurse he's like trying to find the <laughs> trying to find the nurse call button and it's like on this side and he's on this side so I'm like trying to push it while trying to keep the baby in because yeah because once I'm, you start you can't stop <laughs> that's what I yeah <laughs> exactly exactly I couldn't I couldn't suck her back in she just kept feeling like she was trying to push out and she I, my body kept trying to push and it was really just like I think I could have just sat there and my body could have done it on its own yeah. Absolutely. Wow. It's so funny when you see those YouTube videos and they'll be like, just calm down, just breathe, don't push. And I'm like, I am not pushing. She or he is pushing. I am not doing Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the nurse comes in and she's like, don't push, don't push. I'm calling the doctors now. The doctors, only one of the doctors comes back because the other doctor was like, I got time. So she went to go get her badge because she's... <laughs> And Lim Chance so crew. Yeah, I know. They're like rushing to get everything set up. And I, she's like, don't push. I was like, I can't not push. I can't. I was like, I have, I was like, I was like, she's coming. She's coming. He's like, it's okay. It's okay. Breathe. And so, um, 
men, they finally get the table set up and they were like, you can lightly push now. And I was like, I can't control the level. It's not a knob. Right. <laughs> but like somehow I'm still like. No, I, so you can't really control how your body pushes. You can. You can wrench. Yeah. <laughs> and like your body still feels like it's pushing. Um, but I really felt like it was still trying to push through. It really feels like, I don't know, oh, I don't know how to describe it, but like, I, I somehow was not pushing. It was not, it was not the pushing that was about to happen. Um, I was somehow holding it, holding her in. <laughs> um, and then it was weird. There were, the, the doctor was telling me to bear down the, they, they kept trying to lay me back. I was like, no, I want to be at a slant. I want to be at an angle sitting up. Um, and then she was like, just, just kind of hold your breath and then push. And I was like, I was like, I want to breathe through it. Um, I was like, I'm really worried about tearing. Uh, she's like, if you, she was like, if you breathe, try and breathe through it, you're just gonna waste um, energy. And I was like, I'm gonna breathe through it anyway. <laughs> Um, because a lot of, a lot of doulas on YouTube talk about how like holding your breath, um, and bearing down and not letting your body do most of the pushing is what causes you to tear. And that's what I was really worried about. And so I kind of just breathe through each push. Um, first push, she dropped down all the way to the end. Second push, head, um, head hit the, hit the opening third push head started coming out fourth push her hand is next to her head her head comes out and her hand comes out and the doctor's like she's waving at me <laughs> yeah and then the doctor's like okay keep pushing um and fifth push and it was just like <laughs> and she just kind of came out <laughs> And, Love it. Oh my gosh. I, you just hear her crying. And I think my fiance and I were in so much shock at how quickly my, and she was delivered at 143. Like. So you started at, what was the time you started at one something, right? The doctors left around like, no, the doctors had came to check me at 120. And so they had to have That's come back. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. So it was yes. like a little over 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was just like, it went from like, it's going to take a few hours. We might need to give you medicine to she's here. <laughs> and now you're a mom. Yeah. Oh, girl. <laughs> so what advice would you give to a new mom on the joy of birth? Oh my gosh. I cry so much. Be prepared for the tears. <laughs> because I mean, especially as a first time mom, just every moment is just like, oh my gosh, I have a baby. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Like she's here. I'm changing her diaper. I'm like, I'm holding her. She's smiling. The smile gets you every time, every single time. <laughs> I told you, Toby's my medicine. 
<laughs> when I'm yeah. today, I just love scrolling on your Instagram. Like, oh. yep, same here, same here. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think, I think one thing that I would definitely say is that postpartum depression is real, and to I don't know if you can prepare for it, but just just don't feel bad if it happens um, during, it was really rough um, the first few weeks because nothing was how I expected it to be. Like you guys didn't get to be in the hospital. My family weren't, didn't get to visit me in the hospital. They didn't get to visit me after. No one was there to visit after. Um, people being there to help um, was non-existent or or just being being around I think it was really rough and really sad um, but I think even regardless of the pandemic I think um, I know a lot of moms um, out there who just you, you start to get to a point where you just kind of feel like a machine like I'm just I'm a I'm a cow and I'm here to to be milked and feed and to feed my baby and it's like it's not it's not that you're not grateful for the experience but it it, it can be rough and uh, rough rough on you mentally um, and so one thing I would definitely say is to de definitely soldier through that know that you're an an awesome mom uh, and that. Um, that, that you're gonna do great and keep moving forward, keep trying to stay positive through it all. Um, there's gonna be rough times, but it all it all gets always gets better. Yeah, and just I even though I'm not a mom yet, I pray that I can be one day um, soon. But what I've learned from all of these interviews that we've done with moms um, is like having a network, you know. And I have a network with all of these moms that um especially in Gemma being one of my best friends like and Raquel you know I have the benefit of you guys both being moms before me and so you know I'll be tap 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 and so thank you Gemma so much for sharing your story uh it was an amazing story I love to hear it every time it's like a children's story. I, I know, know, right? <laughs> I know, we're so engaged. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <And> what? <laughs> and you know, we know you got little Chloe in the back, ready yeah. to start nursing soon. So, <laughs> <laughs> can so. I can I bring her on the? Yes, bring yes, her on the we love to see her. Okay. Let us see it, Chloe, Chloe. Oh, we about to make her grand announcement to the world. Hi, everybody. There she is. Mama. Almost three months now. Oh. She's looking at the light. Say hi, Mama. <laughs> hi, Mama. Hey, girl. <laughs> Say hey. <laughs> oh, she just saw you. She sees you now. <laughs> She's like, what is going on? Who are all these yeah, people on the camera? <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyday lady on the screen too. What's going on? Right. <laughs> is that me? Yeah, this is her life now. Talking to people on screens. <laughs> Thank you, 2020. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
child. Meant for her. She's gonna be a celebrity. Look at that baby. What's up, poo poo? All right. Well, we love right. you guys, and thank you yes. so much again, Gemma, for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing Koei with us. You know, we can't wait to hold her and zerbert her, as Kel would say. <laughs> and yeah, till next time. Peace out. All right. Thanks, ladies. Bye. Thank you. Bye.